0: Hello and welcome back to the NRL Fantasy Podcast presented by Yui. My name's Chris Kennedy, I'm in the studio as always with our regular fantasy experts Don Brock and Steve Turner. Gentlemen, we all had dramas last week, yeah, did anyone come
1: through unscathed? Not unscathed, there was a tough <laughs> round wasn't it? Sean Johnson's out, uh, Jai Arrow's out, Cameron Smith had a dud week by his usual standards so um, yeah, very scrappy so uh, yeah, hoping to... Corey Thompson who's been the Corey Thompson, f- Thompson flavour of the season,
2: Yeah, steering to some low scores, but I took on CK last week. Dom? Mm-hmm.
1: How'd you go? Well, I... He, second best?
2: Come off second best. <laughs> I scored 7 7 he beat me. A few dramas, Joy Arrow, yeah. Peter Hickel at the Warriors just mm. isn't delivering. And I had the young gun at Brisbane, Payne Hassan. unfortunately. I had him on my bench. In the 17. In the 17. Ouch. It was either him or Scott Sorensen in my 17, and yeah. obviously Sorensen only scored 10, Payne has scored five, so there's a bit of dilemma in my team at the moment. Um, and I need to get a big gun in somehow.
0: Well let's, uh, let's sift through the teams and see if we can uncover one for you. We'll start off with the uh, West Tigers and the Cowboys at the 8th uh, Wonder of the World Leichhardt Oval on Thursday night. Um, for the Tigers, Packers back. Um, Jacob Little is uh, in for Peter Godinay, Chris Lawrence name, but we think possibly unlikely to play yeah. with his HIA. Um, Fantasy-wise, I really wish I'd had the, um, the spare trades and, and moves to get Mahe Fener in a week or two ago, but he's potentially still a bit of a, a sneaky little low yeah, cash cow.
1: He's going well uh, on the wing. A um, couple of good scores, I think, in the high 30s. Uh, he's very cheap, so yeah, he's, he's certainly an option. Uh, Corey Thompson's app, as you mentioned, uh, has peaked as now, I think, going backwards price-wise. He's a sell this week. But I think
2: we last week we touched on CK Matt Eisenhuth when he scored that try against the Eels, mm-hmm. I think it was, and ran through a <laughs> yawning gap and untouched. And what's he average? 53 across the past three games. He's been playing in the 13, in the 8, so
0: is he a worthy... He's a, I think he's a potential fantasy keeper if you know that he's going to get the starting spot in the minutes. But They've just had too many reshuffles to my liking. You know, Elijah yeah. Taylor going from lock to hooker and Eisenhuth going from prop to lock. I think there's just a few too many question marks for my liking at the moment. Yeah, and I think
1: we're looking more this week at the really big guns than... Yep. That or firing at the moment. Um, we'll mention a few of them later on, I'm
0: sure. We'll mention one right now. We go. The Cowboys and Jason Tamalolo, they travel to Leichhardt. Um, they're named the uh, same 17 as last week. A few question marks over Scott Bolton with some off-field issues this week. You have to think unlikely to play. Um, he is a prop, and that can only potentially add to the... the you know emphasis on Jason Tamalolo in the middle to uh, to do even more work he's got was it four straight 60s yeah
1: he's been massive um averaging 67 yeah Over the last 67. month yeah so can you keep can he keep it up zap you're very keen to buy him this week i'm very say? keen to buy him he's what he's <laughs> available at
2: 844k i just think the cowboys in the last few weeks have just wound back the clock a little bit or like some for him he's it seems like we've I've spoken all year about how he hasn't been performing, but he's still been performing okay. But yeah. it's been evident over the last month, and it's getting to the time of the season, I think, for the Cowboys, where it's make or break for them. What yeah. are we? Ten rounds into the mm-hmm. into the um, the Telstra Premiership, and um, yeah, so I think it's um, yeah. I'll, I need to get Tamaloa in my side somehow. I've got a bit of a dilemma, do I? I've got Jayara, I've got Raymond Faitala Mariner. Do I sell one of those to bring in Tamaloa? I'm not sure, but I need to get him in, Dom.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays around 13 too, doesn't he? He does, yeah. So
1: for the overall points, he's a good get. I think in the next couple of weeks, you know, pretty much everyone's going to want to get Tumalolo unless he has a shocker this week. But yeah, he's looking so good. Um, yeah, I mean, if, for those of us who don't have him, hopefully he doesn't get another 60 this week. Mm-hmm. But it's well, hard to see him go much lower than you know, yeah. 50 at the moment. He's currently
0: mm-hmm. 70k cheaper than his starting price. And if yeah. he keeps up the 60s, he's not really going to get any any cheaper. Yeah, cheap, so... Yeah. Could be now or never. Um, the Knights up against the Panthers at McDonald Jones Stadium. Big switcheroos for the Knights, um, whole host of changes in the forward pack which um, mostly aren't all that fantasy relevant but the um, the big fantasy talking point is Brock Lamb back from a hip flexor um, to replace Jack Cogger in the halves. We were certainly looking at Jack Cogger as a potential cash cow, not realising Brock Lamb would be back this soon. I dodged a bullet when I reversed my Cogger trade for Reece Martin in the late mail last week, so I got very lucky on that one. Um, Jack Cogger, probably a sell. Brock Lamb, we are thinking potentially a buy if he picks up the the kick? Yeah, I think so.
1: I think I'll give him a look this week, Lamb. Um, He was pretty good last year in fantasy, scoring around 40, low 40s. Um, His kicking game's the thing that that the Knights have really been missing with Mitchell Pearce out. Um, It's the one thing that they haven't... Well, there's a lot of things you can't replace when Mitchell Pearce is out, but one of the big obvious ones is his long kicking game, and Brock Lamb has a pretty good long kicking game. Uh, Cogger, not so much, so... Yeah, he's an obvious uh, long-term option there for the Knights, obviously with Cogger going to the Dogs next year as well. Um, yep. They're going to you know, err towards playing Lamb. So, yeah, his break-even's, I think, in the high 20s. 29 or so. 29, yeah. yeah. So he'll probably beat that this week. Um, if not, by much, surely, not by much, Not by much. If he scores 30, then there's no rush, obviously. Um, but if he gets a 45 or a 50, then a lot of people will be looking at him next week. Well, as you say, the
2: kickman—he's only got an average of fifty-seven point eight. And this year, CK, we've seen so many of the dominant halves have games where they've kicked upwards and over of five hundred kick meters per game. So for Brocklem, I mean, that's where he needs to get his points. The other yes. question is too. Kenny Sio's been kicking goals. We've seen Cal Ponga kick goals. Does Brock Lamb become an option as a goal
1: kicker for the Knights? Can't be any worse than yeah. what the other guys have shown the last couple of well, weeks. I think
0: they've got to get Co out of there. Yeah. Um, if Ponga is you know, going to have a little rest from the goal kicking, then you have to think Brock Lamb comes right into contention as soon as this weekend for that. It's a good yeah. point. I didn't think of that. Yeah, so a lot to like.
2: Um mm. not a bad point. We did remember the shanky had at Belmore last <laughs> year. <though. laughs> the Lamb shank. But yeah, kid. Kid. yeah it is a, it's a. That's not a bad option, but it's... I think we've touched on that over the last few weeks of the night to see halves just lacking in that kicking area, and yeah. which Mitchell Pearce had, and um, Brock Lem, he needs to pick it up now that Cogger's not there.
0: Yeah, 250k cheaper than he started, so if he gets most of that back, he could be a good option. The Panthers um, can find an injury. Mm. Uh, Trent Merrin has been named, though, despite that pretty nasty-looking uh, compound dislocation to his finger in the warm-up last week. Um, young gun Jack Hetherington's copped a one-week suspension. Uh, Tyron Phillips came in and blasted out a big score with two tries, which uh, the tries probably aren't sustainable, but he he is a pretty handy little tackle buster, so he might have a few price rises in him. Um, Christian Crichton's been fairly quiet on the other wing, it's fair to say. Yes, yeah. Um, What do we reckon? Is is Tyron Phillips worth a punt? Obviously, in the understanding that he's not going to get two tries every
1: week. I don't know. I mean, the fact, yeah, Crichton's there on the other wing, and he scored, I think, single digits last week, and isn't making any money is a bit of a scare for wingers in general but you know he made as good a start as he could have Phillips with a 50 first up so you know if you need a cash out and I mean he's not going to be there all season either so he's really a cash cow or nothing I don't know I'm not too interested myself but nah, it's not, it a, ga- it's not a
2: gamble for me I think that, we've that, touched on I think a number of wingers who are the cheapies you know unless they're scoring tries they're not going to be scoring yeah. significant points and you know, I mean, he's a good finisher, Tyrone Phillips, but he's not someone that's going to give you potentially 20 carries and upwards of 150, 200 metres and half a dozen tackle breaks a game, so I think, yeah, bit of a gamble for me.
0: Bit too high risk, yep. Um, Tyrone's old club, the the Bulldogs there, the second game on Friday night, they face the Eels. I'm prepared to say whoever loses this game, I'm completely putting the red line through their 2018 season, maybe a, a faint hope still flickering for whoever manages to win this one um, Bulldogs, the big talking point, touched on at the start Reese Martin, he moves to lock this week so that can only be good for his work rate Zap, you got any insights on uh, on Reese that you can share?
2: Well I think the thing with Reese is um, it's his leg speed through the middle of Ruck that um, yeah. yeah helps him and obviously this week um, Dean Pay has opted with Ranoff off Tool Marga to make his debut and Clay Priest drops out of the 17, so Renoff Tulmarga is more of a, a an edge player, and yeah, whereas Reece Martin will give you the 80 minutes. So I don't, I don't expect Renoff Tulmarga to play big minutes, and obviously Josh Jackson has um, forged a great career in, in the edge back row. So yeah, look, Reece Martin, he'll he'll definitely play 80 minutes. It's, just, it's his leg speed through the middle of the ruck, and his work rate we saw last week. So. Not, not a bad start to your career you get a try with your first touch of the very ball very good start so, great start uh,
1: to his uh, fantasy career as well yeah he's and he's, uh, he's
2: also an, he's also a goal kicking option too mm. like you know if Moses Embai mm. doesn't opt to kick during the game Reece Martin goal kicks he's been goal kicking for the reserve grade side for the last couple of years so um, he's certainly a handy player to have in your fantasy side if you've Got um, some money and you want to put him in? I'd be putting Reese Martin in.
1: Here. Yeah, so we spotted him last week, before kick off, an hour before kick off, and I sent CK a text saying you're interested in Reese Martin, and you were very keen. From the I'd already bought
0: him by then. I was like, Yep, get him Snappled in. Snap him straight up. So you wanted to wait and see for a week? I
1: did want to wait and see. About ten minutes before kick off, I brought him in, and then he scored that try fifteen minutes of the game yeah. or something, and we're all just cheering. So, yeah, sixty odd points first up. Uh, it was fantastic. So he'll make a lot of money again. Um, I mean, job security is the only real question. He's a new player, but he's he's made a good start. Uh, Aidan Tolman will be back in another few rounds, maybe a month around or something. 13, yeah, I think it's, it's about round. I think 16.
2: around thirteen for Aidan. He's only just come out of the ankle boot, or I think he's only just started yeah, okay. to do some light
1: running. So he's Probably still a few away, weeks yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's plenty of time for Martin to make a bit of cash after that start. So, yeah.
0: We uh, You wanted to talk about Jeremy Marshall King. We uh, were pretty excited to see him move to hooker. We thought he might um, boost his, his defence and get a few darts out yeah. of dummy half and hopefully get some scores in the 40s. Didn't quite eventuate. He got subbed off for the last, how long left? Was it? About 15 minutes yeah, when he went that's on. What the,
2: I think that's what Dean will do with Carrot Holland on the bench. Yeah. He'll, mm. He did it with Michael Leesha as well. So um, I don't expect, you don't
1: expect Jeremy to play eighty. Yeah. But 60 minutes at hooker, I don't know, he should score 30 points. Yeah, and... Uh, he almost got there but yeah it wasn't quite what we were hoping for i mean there's a chance he gets there this week with you know a 40 odd um he's scored a i think a 57 a few weeks ago so mm. he's capable of getting decent points i wouldn't panic too much yet but yeah he's one to probably cash out or upgrade in the next mm. few weeks certainly a whole for this week, but yep. yeah, it's getting getting to that point. Um, let's have a
0: look at the Eels. Um, no luck there, a few more injuries. Kayser Pritchard's probably been their best over the past couple of weeks, out for apparently a month or so with a groin injury. Yep. Um, Will Smith, who's played fullback already this year, comes in at, at number nine. Um, CSI Vave gets his first run because uh, co captain Tim Manor fractured his eye socket, and he's uh, actually been really good, I think, recently. Tim Manor averaging sort of 150 odd metres the past mm. month. That's a big out for them. Um, Fantasy-wise, not a lot doing. I really don't like either of their halves as a fantasy option just because their quiet games are too quiet. Um, I'm sitting on George Jennings who's making some solid cash, but it's certainly well past time to buy him. He's probably only a
1: few weeks away from being a sell. Yeah, their halves are a bit like the Dragons halves in that They're both kind of dominant attacking players, except at at least the Dragons are winning games by heaps and the Eels are losing, so yeah, i definitely stay away from those uh, two guys. Um, yeah, David Gower's making a bit of money, he's going to make some more cash this week but mm. I don't know how many fantasy coaches have got him. Yeah, not a lot I a don't have any Parramatta players, to yeah. be honest. There's yeah. not a lot of talking points out of power apart from, I guess, Jennings yeah. making a bit of cash.
0: Fair enough. Warriors up against the Roosters. The uh, the rematch Warriors beat the Roosters pretty handily without Sean Johnson about a month ago. They're gonna be aiming to do that again because Sean Johnson is out again for we're well, still not quite sure how long. Two to three weeks, hopefully. A couple of weeks, I think. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um it's dramas if you got it's him. It's been a it's yeah. been a massive headache. I've I've had him for a while and he's been a very most, inca- most most inca-
2: in and out year for
1: Sean, hasn't it? Yeah. He's played well when he's on the field. It was great in the yeah. weekend. Uh, scored has got a good try, got 57 or something. I think he's one of the top few scorers in fantasy this season in terms of average points, but he's just missing so many games. Um, but, yeah, he's a hold. He'll be probably the best half in fantasy by the end of the year as long as he stops getting these injuries.
0: Cool. Any, anyone else at the, uh,
1: the Warriors? Yeah. I've got Peter
0: uh, He's
2: got to go. He's got to go. You're yeah. Yeah, not happy about it? Oh, well, it's <laughs> not that I'm not happy. It's just trying to get in trying to get other players in my team that yeah. don't particularly want to move, so... Mm. Mm. Peter Hickey Yeah,
0: tough. Yeah,
1: he's um, tough. R- RTS has been Here's good. He's the other one. He got 60-odd on the weekend. Um, his scores have been really up and down. Uh, yeah, his
0: quiet scores are too quiet for my liking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I've got his last six scores here. They're 14, 24, 35, 19, and then 50 and 62. So the last two scores are great, but the month before that was pretty quiet. Um, it tends to be even quieter when Sean Johnson isn't playing. Yeah. So, with Johnson out for a couple of weeks, I'd probably hold off. Fair enough. Carl Lawton, explosive 62 in yeah. short minutes off the bench. A <laughs> couple of tries, no, very brief. Uh, run off the bench. Yeah, can't expect too many more kind of scores like no. that. Wouldn't be buying him. <laughs> yep. um, the Roosters,
0: uh, mostly unchanged. Victor Radley uh, was unsuccessful at Judiciary, so he'll miss a game. Um, it's unfortunate because unfortunate I'm really enjoying watching his uh, his work, especially in defence at the moment. For a little bloke, he wax yeah. very hard. Um, Ryan Madison, uh, gone a little bit quiet after some really strong form before that. Latrell obviously got his lowest score of the season the week that I why I'm in because that's just what
1: happens always well, way. and Tedesco I think as well that he's lost yeah 23 so yeah they're just they're still not on are they the, the Roosters but they've
2: gone win-loss win-loss for the last seven weeks yeah
1: and tough game here against the Warriors yeah. as well mm. um, you know the potential for Tedesco and Mitchell is to be banging out big scores regularly but we spoke
2: about that last week that lick, yeah it could have been last week that they scored big scores but yeah didn't happen didn't happen
1: so who knows? The, uh, I mean, yeah, you hold those guys if you've got them, but you just hope that they start hitting
2: hitting the better scores. We'd like to think so. With Origin just around the corner, uh, yeah. obviously both James and Latrell have been spoken about, but yep. yeah, I just I can't I, I don't know I just can't get a read on the Roosters. I just yeah, it's a flip mm-hmm. of a coin what Rooster sides going to turn up over in New Zealand this weekend.
1: So the Roosters and Cowboys, I had them as top two of the season this year, yep. and they're mm-hmm. both way below par and it's been this is the round 10 Like it's not like it's the first month of the season no. you know, they still haven't clicked quite yet so yeah, yeah it's a weird one
0: I really thought the Roosters would uh, rack up a score against Manly I think I said so last week I was yeah. hoping for a bunch of goals out of Luttrell and a bunch of tries out of Tedesco and it Certainly didn't eventuate, so not really no idea what they're going to put up against the Warriors. Um, next game on Saturday is the Storm up against the Titans. I'm going to tip another Avalanche here, even though I didn't get my last one right. <laughs> um, Storm, you'd have to think you are going to bounce back from that. Um, it was kind of a weird performance against the Dragons at Cogra last Sunday. Mm. Zap, you were out there. Yeah, it was like,
2: weird. It was CK? Look, it wasn't. They weren't bad. Well, they made just as many errors as the the Dragons. It was four tries to three. I think what Gareth would have kicked five penalty goals, yeah. but yeah, they just just couldn't find it. It was just like they just, it was like the Dragons were doing enough comfortably to um, yeah. to win that game. But um, oh yeah, it's it's not a good sign for the Gold Coast Titans this week playing the Melbourne Storm. <laughs> after yeah. you know, I think Craig Bellamy and Cameron Smith both said that the Dragons yeah. are the benchmark, and if there's any club that knows how to turn a poor performance or a yep. loss around, it's yeah. the Melbourne Storm. And, yeah, it could be... How many tries will uh,
1: Adokar score against the Titans? Well,
2: what's he got? He's got 11. He's got nine in the last four weeks. He could have had...
1: Could have four, four last week. Four, last yeah, week. <laughs> yeah.
2: He ran for just... He ran for 199 metres. He's... I think he scored what, 84, I think, in fantasy last weekend. He's been phenomenal this year. He could score another double or another hat-trick or... Who knows? He could have <laughs> a field day. It's a double header too this weekend up there at Suncross. Yeah, yeah, So That's great. Um, he could have a field day... Um, Josh Adokar, so um, yeah, he's uh, he's been a good uh, fantasy player in the last month.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you can keep up these, well two, yes. two tries a game yeah. is ridiculous but you know, he's just playing as well as anyone at the moment um, one or two quiet games and he'll score back in their teens or around 20, yeah. so it's still you know a risky fantasy buy to get a try scoring winger but on current form, he's going great. Uh, Cameron Smith, 37, on the weekend was pretty disappointing, especially if you had him as captain. But um, you know, expect him to bounce back. He does enjoy uh, Suncorp Stadium as well. Yep,
0: old Smitty. Um, up against the Titans, they were abysmal last week. I don't like bagging teams, but that was just really a concerning performance. Um, I think Bryce Cartwright had to be moved from the He Habs. Had eight missed tackles. Yeah, his defense scored
2: 17. I think CK was it last week. He scored.
0: Yeah. So he's absolutely a, a selling fantasy for the quite a few coaches who still have him. He's back to the bench, defence is a concern. Um, young AJ Brimson into the halves. Mm. Now I'm not going to buy him this week because, you know, he could be Kane LG Mark II for all I know, but um, potentially one to watch in the, the coming weeks if he does uh, get
1: busy. Yeah, he's got a lot of wraps. He's very cheap, you know, base price, 212 k uh, In fantasy, he's been impressing in the lower grades. Um, LG has as well, from what I've heard, so... Yeah, there's that competition that's going to be there all year. But if Brimson does okay, you know, the Times one of those teams that's planning for the future as much as anything. They're not going to win the comp this year, so if he shows promise, they might just give him a run just for the, you know, mm. sake of it. If he's um, if he's doing all right, so yeah, it's certainly a wait and see. Um, if he if he gets forty or something, then a lot of people will snap him up next week. I yeah. imagine. Well, I
2: think it's just been. Calf Brennan's headache this year is his halves. He's had mm. LG there, he's had um, Bryce Carr right now, the young kid. And I think the young kid AJ Brimston comes through the grade seeker. I think he's played a bit of fullback as well, so he's got a yeah. bit of a running game yep. to him and his attack and obviously the big concern for the Titans from a fantasy point of view is Jai Arrow with this rib problem or rib contusion or yeah, whatever yeah. it seems to be. So he's not, not named this week, which um suggests you know, he'll obviously be out this week but is it two weeks? Is it a three-week injury? And, and this is my dilemma, Dom. This is my dilemma. Yeah.
1: I've got Jai Arrow. I've got him as well. I think most of us. We've it's all got yeah.
2: Do you do you give him a week on your in your squad or on your bench because he's not playing this week? Because th- I'm thinking if, if he doesn't play again next week, do I bring it, bring someone in? But I want to bring.
1: in is arrow out the temptations there isn't it to sell someone who's already pretty expensive in arrow I mean the language they're using is that he's being arrested this week and now he's had these weird back spasms for the last few rounds that's what we thought it was last week as well then it turns out it was a rib contusion he was hospitalized Um, He tried to tackle in the sheds and was throwing up like it's this bizarre situation Mm. so um, so I don't know if it's just a if they if it's legit that he's being rested this week and will be back or if he's going to miss a couple of weeks and be back or if this is a thing that's going to hang around all season and hamper him um the tricky thing is when he does play he scores so well like yeah. he doesn't he doesn't even need maximum minutes to get 60s and 70s regularly so if he's doing that you want him in your team but if he's going to miss a month then mm.
2: And if he keeps carrying this problem, then he's not, and he yeah. plays, but then only plays 20 minutes and picks it up and it aggravates it again. It's.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, the it's week it's before not good. he got 73 after going off with back spasms and then coming back. Yeah. Um, if he does miss next week, I think they've got the buy the week after in round 13. Or well, sorry. He's tw-
1: yeah, he missed the next week, then there's around 12, then there's a buy after that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So potentially, well, you have to think he comes back before the buy. If he doesn't, then it's four weeks out, which is probably yeah, which is enough south. to be a sell. Um, unfortunately, you know the dilemma is he's not just a cash cow. He's an actual, you know, putting together keeper scores if he if he yeah. stays on the field. Like you said, it sounds more like he's being rested. I, I'm sure the, the week off's going to do him the world of good, so hopefully this week off with his ribs will help settle his back down as well and yep. he's back to his high-scoring ways. And Mitch
2: Rain CK, go. is it?
0: That's the last one, yeah. Nathan Peets there in the reserves makes me a little bit nervous. You'd have to think, even if Peets comes back early this week, Rain still starts and gets 50 or 60 minutes. He's still got yep. a very low break even, so he's absolutely a hold this week, but he could be a sell as early as next week. I think
2: Peets was... Diagnosed to be back around round eleven. Round eleven. So, so that is next 12, week. Yeah. So yeah. So what he scored 37 last week uh, mid train. So yeah, maybe another week. I mean he's, he's
1: done his job. He's made yeah. a lot of money. Uh, yeah. Make a bit more this week, you'd expect, and then yeah, just plan your trade for next round.
0: I like it. Uh, Before we get any further, just a quick reminder that NRL Fantasy is sponsored by Yui. Yui customers have saved over $1 million with Yui Rewards on offers like $30 off $200 NRL shop gift cards. Visit yui.com.au slash rewards for more details. The second half of the doubleheader, Manly Seagulls up against the Brisbane Broncos. Also at Suncorp Stadium, Manly uh, unchanged, which is a little bit unusual for them given their recent injury dramas. But they're going to stick with Dylan Walker at 5'8". He's okay to play after uh, some question marks over that knee yep. um, in a tackle last week. Marty Tapau is absolutely on fire.
1: He was massive. He's been massive for the last couple of uh, weeks. Uh, made 290 metres on the weekend, made 100 uh, fantasy points the week before. He scored 80 on the weekend, so... 22 tackle breaks in two weeks. Yeah, huge, huge. Um, so, I mean, who knows? Is that going to keep happening? If he can keep scoring like this, you know, even an 80 once in a while, then he's obviously a keeper in fantasy. But he's he's had these kind of big runs before and then dipped back to his high 40s rather than yeah mid-50s. So, I don't know, I'm a little wary. I'd, I'd probably still have him behind... Uh, Tomalolo and Fafita this week. If you haven't got any of those guys, just because uh, those two have been, you know, doing it consistently for years. Yeah, but
2: and he's uh, had what sixty-two minutes against Newcastle, fifty-seven minutes last week. So he's playing big minutes. Big minutes, and he's making the most of it. So yeah, I don't well, know. Well, they are down on troops, and it's like it's almost like Marty's you know, just going to himself. I need to take charge. A bit like Tomalolo at the yeah. Cowboys, where he's yeah. just.
1: Like, I'm just going to Yeah, we're down
2: so in the dumps yeah. and things aren't going well, but I need to be just the reader here and, and, yeah, and yeah. try and do something. They were unlucky last week.
0: Manly, so yeah.
1: unlucky. Mm. Yeah, they were.
2: It's a very spirited performance.
0: They, um, those three guys you mentioned, um, Tamalolo, Tapau and Fafida, they all they're all scoring well. They're all big guns. They all play around 13. So yeah. I don't know if it's possible to get all three in, but ideally they all cost a lot as well, which is yeah. the problem. So one, if not two, uh, in your squad for around 13, if you're going for overall, would be uh, the dream.
2: I just want to say this is an idea potentially for we could for a point scoring system next year. I know this year we introduced. Uh, points for the dropout. dropout. Mm-hmm. Post
1: contact meters.
2: Yeah, Marty had kinda, 90 on the
1: weekend. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, it's kind of tied to tackle breaks a little bit. The guys who get big numbers in the forwards also get a lot of tackle breaks. So maybe mm-hmm. if we tweak tackle breaks, yeah, you know, tackle breaks down to two,
0: and then post contact meters are worth double what regular meters are worth. Yeah, or like that. yeah.
2: yeah. it's not a bad.
1: Talk to the brain
0: trust about it.
2: We could. About. Could be um, one to implement for. What's next year?
0: 2019.
2: <laughs> <It's>
0: 2019. <laughs> We're living in the future. <laughs> fast mass. Broncos. Uh, they've named Payne Haas, whose ankle injury isn't apparently as bad as first thought, and uh, obviously had an HIA last week as well, but that shouldn't keep him out. Um, Jack Bird in the Harms, That's uh, done for now. He's back to the centres with Oppercheck benched and Cody Nicarima back in the starting side. Um, what's doing fantasy-wise? I'm enjoying Tavita Pango Jr. So I.
2: I brought him in last week. Mm-hmm had to get him in, what do you got, 57 last week, CK, that I think. Timing. With Maguire out, Gillette out, yep. um, the young kid's just playing big minutes and um, yeah, he's a bit of a leader of the pack too, isn't he, at the moment. Yeah, the,
0: the lock roll suiting him.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, It's him and Jaden Sewer who are both scoring okay and making good money at the moment. Um, probably a bit too late now to get either of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Pankaj Jr's made most of his money and he's not uh, a keeper when Maguire gets back. Sewer's probably got a bit longer in the in his role with uh, Gillette out yeah. for another, what, couple of months at least. Um, but yeah, aside from those two, there's not a lot. Paint Haas, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, if his minutes <laughs> go up, he could. He was scoring a, a point per
0: minute in his, his debut. Obviously, yeah. they're not out there too long last week. But if he goes up to, you know, 33, 35 minutes and he's getting 35 points a week, he could be a uh, useful prospect. Um, looking at the Rabbitohs up against the Dragons, it should be a good one. Um, 2 p.m. at ANZ Stadium on Sunday. Some bad news for a few mm. of us though with Cameron Murray sliding back to the uh, the interchange with Sam Burgess taking his starting number 13 jersey.
1: Yeah, so I think it's the first time it's happened this year that Murray's been available but all three Burgess brothers have started. So usually uh, Murray's been uh, starting at lock, Sam Burgess moving to prop and I think George Burgess coming off the bench. Um, but they've all been quite good, the, the yeah. Burgess twins, Sam Burgess is always good. so. Yeah, the Twins are starting in the front row, uh, Sam Burgess at lock, and Murray misses out. So, yeah, for those of us who have him, hopefully he's still, I don't know, I on sold up. him a few weeks ago.
2: You did? Yeah. When he got injured, I sold him. When he got injured, I sold him to bring in Arrow. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: worked quite well, apart from Murray's yeah. issues. Mm. Yeah, um, I bought Murray probably a week or two
1: before that, and I've been sitting on him since. He's yeah, like well the concerning
2: thing out. is, I think, because Murray's an 80 minute player, that's what I just...
1: Yeah, uh, I don't, he's not quite, I think, I think he's like 65 or something, usually. Mm. He can still... Well, uh, ability-wise, he's an 80 minute he can, player. He can, he yeah. can, yeah. I mean, at lock, not many guys can play the whole 80 at lock these days. Um, mm. And so, the, if you're being optimistic, he comes on after 20 and then scores 50 and 60 minutes or something. You um, got, got 53, I think, last yeah. week. Um, but, yeah, it, it looks like that with the Twins starting, um, they want to give more minutes to the Burgesses, which means that minutes have to go down somewhere else, so... Yeah, not looking great for Murray, but we'll see how it goes this week.
0: Yeah, no, anyone who started the season off with last year's breakout star Angus Crichton's probably getting a bit frustrated with mm. his scores, only thirty five, which I think is a season low. Um, Adam Reynolds a season high, but I think a little bit too it was like
2: five hundred nine. I think it was five hundred ninety two kick meters. Yeah, that was
0: week. ridiculous. Um,
2: they're they're a better side, of the Bunnies, and I thought they were going to be this year before a ball was kicked. Yeah, and okay. I I think they can upset the Dragons this
0: weekend. <sighs> Be cool. Yeah, good to see. I like well, well, if
2: it was around, what was it, th- four or five or three or four when they lost sixteen twelve the bunnies? Mm. At- mm. Cogra, they come, they they came back the bunnies.
0: Yeah, well, I think they beat. And Sam, remember Sam Burgess,
2: Burgess didn't play that game either because he yeah. was suspended as yeah. well.
0: Yeah, so, as You're calling um, it a big
2: upset. I like yeah. it. I think yeah, I th- they're they're a good they're a good side of the Rabbitohs. Yeah. Yeah. I think Cody Walker's, close. Been, Cody Walker's been great for them.
0: Yeah. yeah, what a man.
2: The battle of the number nines, Cook v. McInnes. Yep. Yeah, is this huge. Yeah, the Origin playoff. Yeah, it could be. I'll
0: be out there, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you enjoy two the two
2: o'clock game, CK. I do enjoy the two <laughs> two weeks
0: in a row for me. Um, last game of the round, the Raiders up against the Sharks at GIO Stadium. Wait, I
1: think we've just skipped the Dragons. Oh, we skipped the Dragons all together. It's just you well, and a- you a- and Aiken. it's the Aiken show, isn't it? The basically
0: basically unchanged again, other than Lomax swapping in for Reese Robson. No one in there is really a buy. Aiken's going well. Next when he tries scores, to do tries. it, but he scores tries almost every week. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Okay, that was worth cool. he,
2: <laughs> he is the he is the centre. We touched on his him or Latrell last week, and yeah, yeah. turns well, out I it was Aiken. Yeah. yeah,
0: on a one week basis, I got that wrong, but hopefully the troll comes good. Um, okay, one of the Raiders, Junior Paulo, he's out for a while. Um, Shannon Boyd in the starting side, Gub onto the bench. Um, I don't know if I'm really that excited by too many Raiders players. There's a couple of them scoring okay, but
1: Haveli's he good. If you've got heavily already, he's going great. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of my big
0: regrets of the year is missing Havili, who's t- a very slow burn to start with, and then absolutely come good in the last month in a big way.
1: Yeah, but no real buys there. You know, same story as always. One of the outside backs will have a big game. Kotrick had a good one this week. Um, you know, Lalua and Croker, but they're all kind of kind of gambles at the moment. Well, I've got Croker, and he just.
2: He's alright, he gives me 30 to 40 points a week as a centre. You just want one of them to go on a big yeah. scoring
1: spree for a month or two and mm-hmm. and boost his average up, but none of them have that. No. You know how good they all can be. Krikalei
0: yeah. Lua, Rappanar, all these guys when they um, when the, the team's rolling, but it's just not quite happening at the moment. Kostrick's going well, but um, yeah, Sharks. there's more talking points over there. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Um, Scott Sorensen, glad I brought him in. Broke my hand, gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same same <laughs> um,
2: Out with Sorensen and in with Martin, I think, for me. Yeah, yeah
0: nice. Nice. Do that. Um, Wade Graham, he's gone as well. Gallon and Baku, you're both back. Seth Apollo benched, Kurt Capel people are talking yeah. about, but even if he plays 80 minutes the next two or three weeks in the back row, I think it's too short-term. Yeah,
1: so the thinking, there's a couple of things There is He's underpriced based on the fact he can score 40 in the back row. He's available at centre in fantasy, which we've talked about a lot, how yeah. hard it is to get a centre who's going to score points. So, you know, who knows? He could be the top-scoring centre in the next two weeks, but then Luke Lewis comes back, Wade Grain comes back. He's not a starter anymore, so... Yeah, he looks like a really short-term cash cow to me, and he's not as cheap as guys like Brimson or even um, Brock Lamb or Reece Martin, these other guys we're talking about, so yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that That mm. buy. No, um, neither am I. Lewis back in probably two weeks now, you'd have to think. He's probably yep. been out for a while with that. Calf injury,
0: Fafita we've already talked about, but he's going gangbusters and uh, won't play Origin due to his Tonga allegiance, so he's available in round 13, so um, everyone get on him. Shall we get into some questions? Why not? Start off with uh, Fedehiku, at Penguin Stefani, one of my favourite Twitter handles. Is Vitala Mariner a keeper? And then how long do the likes of Silva Havili, Mitch Raine and Fisher Harris have left going forward? Well, I think we'll start off with Vitala Mariner. I think Borderline is probably one mm. of his poorest scores, and it was still 43 last week, so it's not, certainly not a must sell.
2: Yeah. No, I don't think you. Itch. Although you're itching to sell him, aren't you? To get, I, 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 I want to get Tal Malolo in. Yeah. Mm. But. It's a big question.
1: A lot of people are having that at the moment. Yeah, for Taylor Marinai, he's, he's a bit of
2: a threat you know. on the edge for the the Bulldogs. He you know, gets at least you know, four or five tackle breaks a game. He'll give you twelve carries. He
1: always gets over hundred
2: meters. You know, he's playing eighty minutes, so yeah, the odd
1: try. But um, I mean, he's scoring what forty nine or something. Yeah, really close to fifty points a game, which is kind of the you know yeah. unofficial cut off of what you want for a, a forward in fantasy. But yeah, he's still a bit wa- bit behind the. Tumalo, those for Fito yep. Arrow, even He's a big scorer, So I don't know, you can't keep yeah. him.
0: He's probably not in your like absolute gun seventeen round, you know, twenty one onwards. Yeah. But I think for this point, he's probably a, a hold while you sort out some more
1: more pressing issues. And I can see a lot of good teams having him on the bench or something by the end There's of the depth, season. Depth even, depth you kind of, you know. of guy, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, so. the bench player. Um,
0: Mitch Rain we spoke about
2: is probably
1: what another
0: absolutely keep this week. If Pete's is back this week and his minutes start going down, he's a sell potentially as soon as next week. Yep. More likely probably the week after. or yeah. well, Avili's un- until Josh, Josh Hodgson re-
2: com- returns, comes so yeah. that could yeah, be
1: another another, no rush there. another month or two depending where Hodgson's at. Mm. So yeah, and yeah, Fisher late. Harris is probably a sell before for Talamarina is yeah, scoring is getting forty
0: eight. He's a bit
1: He's not going too bad either.
0: Yeah. I guess, yeah. He's just switched a lot. Man
2: on a mission. Improved, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, that was with Mariners as a laid out last week and so on. Marin's theoretically back this week, so we'll see what happens. Um, Cowan Kelly asks holding Sean Johnson may miss the next three to four games, uh, including the bye. It's probably a tough one because you absolutely want him in your team if he's fit, and you certainly want him for the run home. But at the moment, when you sort of need those overall points, you need those
1: head-to-head wins, um, this in-and-out business is a massive headache. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's probably a hold. I, I'm I'm basing that on him being back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. If he misses a month, obviously that's not ideal. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there, there are, what, the top three halves are him... Cherry Evans and probably Madison, who's not really a half, but you can play him there. Is anyone else in that? Cleary? Oh, Cleary when he comes back, yeah. But, but it's not like you're going to trade Cleary in this week for no, Sean Johnson. So I reckon he's probably a hold. If you've got a... Certainly people who have, a, have you know, James Maloney in their team, who's giving you bonus points at the moment, just play him in the short term. But um, yeah, I could see why you'd trade, but... I don't know. There's a lot of injuries these these days, and he's not a desperate one to replace.
2: Well, it just depends on the severity of the ankle injury.
1: Like, is it? We're still not quite is sure. A week, are we?
2: two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, it might know more in the next couple of days. Yeah, so
0: hopefully before lockout. Mm. It's End probably of a words hold. Ben asks, uh, "It's raining cash cows." Reece Martin, Tyrone Phillips, Mahi Fanua, Maaki Faduwaika. Um, Graham, which one's Graham? The winger from the Rabbitohs. Campbell, Campbell Graham. Graham. Oh, Campbell Graham, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. AJ Brimson, best job security. Um, and what chance for the holds his bench spot when Arrow's back? Um, I'll start with the, the young kid up at the Titans, Milwaukee um, Moaki ika I hope I'm saying that right. He's only 18, I think. So he's. Um, you'd have to think he's just getting a taste and he's going to mm-hmm. go back once everyone's available. He did look really good. Um, on the weekend and, and good enough to hold his spot, but I don't know if you're you know, a kid that age if you would be jumping on in fantasy.
1: No, not at all. I w- yeah, I'd imagine once they're back to full strength, he'd be yeah. back. Yeah, and and the really cheap guys like Brimson as well, whose base price, the temptation is to get them in straight away to make the most money out of them, but, but at first, you know, if someone scores 30, they're not going to make that much money, so yeah. it's not a big loss to wait a week and see how they go, especially for those real rookies that are are brand new. So, yeah, I'd wait on those guys. Um, Someone like Martin is someone you'd rush in quickly if you're going to get him.
0: Well, he's the flip side. He got 63 in his first game and jumped 56 grand. So this is kind of now or never already for him. Job security-wise, Zapp, you reckon uh, Reese Martin looks pretty good? I think so,
2: yeah. I think he looks pretty good. I I mean, it's not like
0: he's come in because everyone else is injured, right? Like he's sort of come ahead of, you know, Greg Eastwood and...
2: Yeah, well, like, you know, Clay Priest obviously got dropped, and they brought in Renoff Tualmaga. So, um, yeah, I think job security for Reese Martin is, is is great. I don't see why um, he wouldn't remain there in the in the thirteen position. And um, yeah, obviously there's Origin coming up, and you know, potential. You know, there's yeah. obviously Clemmer Woods and Jackson, you know, Jackson the like um, eligible to play for New South Wales. So, yeah, I yeah. think job security for Reese Martin will definitely stay. And as I said. If all
0: goes bad for Moses a goal kicker Reese Martin's the
1: yep.
2: next best goal kicker at
0: the club. You have to think Tyron Phillips is pretty safe, just given the host of injuries the poor Panthers have copped in the backline. You know Dylan Edwards out for the year. You know Wanga Blake not back for a while still. Josh Mansell gone. Mansour yeah. out for months. Um, Mahi Fanua, he's another one who sort of got there on merit. Um, Malachi, Wataniz Lesniak and, and Tui Lola here both available, but Vanua um, preferred and, and playing well. So I guess he's safe as long as he keeps playing well.
1: Yeah, the only thing there is that they have all those guys and they have switched up the back five or back three quite a lot this year, the Tigers. Yeah. Um, Clearly, has been willing to do that. You know, if someone presses in the lower grades, give them a, a run. So not guaranteed, but, you know, played well, got a really good try, I think, on the weekend as well. So, yeah. Um, He'd probably be my second uh, best out of that, that bunch, bunch, but um, yeah, Reese Martin's mm-hmm. the one to snap up first. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: Josh Prosser asks, with Fafita finding some good form minutes, is he the better captain option over Damian Cook this week as he plays against the best defensive team in the comp in the Dragons? Um, that's probably a fair question. I um, It's a decision I'll have to make myself, Fafita, maybe over Damian Cook. I haven't taken the armband off Cook for since right back at the start of the season oh, I'm the same I've had Cook the whole well I had Smith
2: I had Cameron Smith to start yeah. with and punted him and brought in Cook so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like you
1: didn't think of that so you can might Fafita is probably not I think it depends what you want like Fafita can give you a 40 or a 90 and Cameron Cook two weeks ago we were Damian Cook, Damien Cook. What did I say? Cameron Cook. Cook. Yeah. <laughs> no. Damien Cook. would be quite a player if you had yeah. Cameron Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Damien <laughs> Cook uh, got 53 two weeks ago, and we're all disappointed with it. So, yeah. you know, if you want a guaranteed 100, you know, double points 100, then I think Cook's still the safest one. But Fafita, if he plays like last week, obviously, it would be amazing. Yeah, getting 180 points or
0: whatever it ends up being is uh, is pretty nice. Yeah, like I say, a bit of a gamble. I'm t- yeah, i will think about that one. I might go for feeder. Um, that wraps up the, uh, the questions. Lots, of, lots to mull over, lots of decisions to make. Um, in the meantime, everyone, we've got the um, NRL Fantasy Weekend Review video going up on Wednesday afternoon. Um, you can catch all of us on Twitter at ckennedy80 at dom underscore brock and at turner 84 on Twitter. Um, keep an eye on all the late mail. We've got a few other podcasts this week. Um, Zach Bailey and Jamie Soward on Thursday. We've got uh, Steve Renoff with Joel Gould up in Queensland this afternoon, I think Wednesday afternoon as well. So lots going on in Um Thanks again for joining us. Thanks again to our sponsors for you, and We'll catch you again next week.